Hello, people of the internet. My name is Matt, and this is the Mildly Ignorant Podcast. And if you're wondering why that sounded different, it's because I am I'm missing my other half today. My my um my partner in crime, I guess. Um my brother in mayhem isaiah is unfortunately not able to be with us this episode but he'll be back in the next one until then you've got episode 31 with me and today i brought in a special friend of mine it's show and tell and i'm here in the classroom alone uh let's everybody in the studio give a big warm round of applause to my buddy mason Hi everybody! Hey. Hi, hi. This is where we would put in like a, a like applause track yeah, if we like had a, one, like a talk show over on uh, I don't <laughs> know, Jimmy Kimmel Live or something. I'm the Wendy Williams of podcasts. Oh yeah, the Wendy. <laughs> so, Mason, you are a friend of mine and actual listener of the pod. Oh, avid so, hey. listener of the podcast. <laughs> so this goes out to anybody who actually listens to us. Um, send us a message. Maybe we'll have you on as a guest. I'm sure Isaiah hates that idea, but he's not home right now, so it's up to me. Um, but yeah, so you're a avid listener of the podcast, and a you're an okay friend of mine, I guess. No, we're <laughs> yeah, pretty good right. friends. Yeah, we're pretty good <laughs> friends. We've we've met once in person yeah. before. We've known but, each okay. other for how long has it been since? Like two or three years. Yeah. I would say longer than that. Isn't it weird how, like, um, our generation is kind of the first to have these friends where, like, you've only met once and then you continue to talk to the person for, like, the rest of your life on the internet? I, I honestly like, do, think do you that's have any other? Awesome. Yeah, I mean... I would say most of my friends are like that now. Like, one of my best friends, Eli... Yeah, we, we grew up together. I've known him since first grade. We only talk, like, every so often. He lives all the way in Hamilton, so, like, we never get to see each other. But we don't talk yeah. super often. But when we do get together, like, it's fine. Like, we're, it's like we have never even left, right? So. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I do want to come back to the subject, but we've got we've to put you through our, our, our ritual Every every newbie we have on the pod, we we gotta ask them. Okay, to in order for you know the audience to get a good taste of you, they like put you in their mouth and mm. supple on that for a bit. Yeah. Um, we we have to know what the worst day of your life was. Now, that's a difficult. Oops, sorry, I bumped my mic. Now that's a that's, that's a fine. kind of tricky question. I was I've actually been thinking about it for the past day because. Yeah, I'm trying. I mean, to think, okay. Like, how do I hear the up? mildly ignorant <laughs> podcast? Um, we're always on top of. Th- what are you talking about? You've only been thinking about it for three days. You knew you were going to be on the podcast um, <laughs> a good year and a half in advance. <laughs> we're always prepared with topics and subjects to talk about. Uh, no, I I've been trying to think like how do I come up with the worst day of my life? That's like not digging up some deep rooted like repressed childhood trauma right so yeah uh but i did come down to i wouldn't say it's the worst day of my life but it's definitely if it's like if you're gonna embellish it and it's like it's the glittery like if it's if there's two pieces of poo 
and one of them is like shiny gold and you have to pick one you're gonna pick the shiny piece of poo oh no this isn't this isn't shiny like this is actually the first thing oh. that came to mind because it oh, I, no. I guess like recency bias you know uh sure. it happened this summer this past summer so me and a bunch of my friends uh, they do it more often than i do uh i because of work and stuff i haven't been able to really join but there's usually like 15 or more of us all old friends from high school we get together we all book like three or four camping sites at oh. a campground yeah and we we book them all together so we're all next to each other and we just have like a good three four days of you know camping drinking having fun sorry Dude. to interrupt your story what's yeah. it like being a bro <laughs> <laughs> see that's that's the thing uh see i i I don't consider myself like a bro. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. No, I'm just teasing. Yeah, I know. we can talk about that after. Keep going. Keep we going. can talk about that after. Yeah, <laughs> we'll get into that. Um, but yeah, so these this, these weekends are usually full of like, you know, you're drinking, you're having fun. There might be a little uh, marijuana in, involved. A little buffoonery. A, a little buffoonery. Little. So I'm I'm a very recent enjoyer of the devil's lettuce i guess you could say okay uh, you okay so now you're speaking my language <laughs> <laughs> i i don't smoke i i don't smoke or vape i just i, I don't like the idea of smoking yeah. something pretty, like in my lungs i have very good lungs i have a very good cardiovascular system or whatever the were you a swimmer did you ever go to do swimming i never did swimming but i okay. cycle a Sorry. lot in the summertime so okay yeah i i knew you'd do one of those like fitness sports because you have a like you have a swimmer's body yeah <laughs> I, I, I don't mean to brag but i think i'm in pretty good physical health so i try to I stay mean, away from the smoking but yeah I, what i do partake in and i very much enjoy is is the edibles I, i'm really happy that you can get the edibles i get them in town a couple times a month like but even then i still don't take them you take it wrong. easy i take it easy yeah like, yeah, yeah. I, I, maybe once a month i'll indulge so it's been about a year at this point since I've started it, right? Yeah. And we go into this, we go to this camping thing that we're doing and I, I can't remember, I think it was the first evening. Uh, I go up to my friend Eli, the friend I just mentioned, and we're just sitting around and it's like 6 p.m. And he was talking about his, his uncle or someone brought like a, a bag of like, Gave him, gave him like edibles. I guess he like works in yeah. the industry or something. And I was like, cool. Do you mind if I take one? And he's like, yeah, sure. Go ahead and take one. So I was like, cool. I took the, I, I took the bag and I'm looking at this edible and I, Matt, this thing was like, maybe, it was maybe the size of a Tic Tac. I don't even think it was the size yeah. of a Tic Tac. It was like, my first thought instantly was like, oh God, you're eating like unfamiliar edibles and your friend is just leaving you to it. <laughs> No, it's it's not it's it's not that it was it was very controlled. Oh. It's, it's okay. fine, but we're we're getting to this. <laughs> don't, oh, no. don't worry. I'm um, concerned. Where was I? Yeah, so this seat. thing is like maybe half the size of a Tic Tac, I'd even say. And he's like, oh yeah, so like you could like even cut it in half or something if you want, and like stick it back in the bag. And I was like, oh no, I've taken like animals that are like ten times this size. I'll be fine. <laughs> don't worry about it. He's like, okay. <laughs> so I took the edible and I, you know, I completely forgot I took this thing. 
and I'm sitting there, I'm drinking beer, I'm drinking what have you, sitting around the fire. And we're maybe an hour and a half later, and I'm starting to feel it. I'm like, oh yeah, I think I took an edible earlier. I was pretty drunk. <laughs> and it was, it was starting to kick in. I was having fun. And then, like... This is the hard part to tell because I don't remember much of what happened. <laughs> oh no. So we're all sitting around the fire and I am conscious that like oh, I'm I think I'm getting high right now and I was like okay, I'm going to try to not act Now like okay. A yeah, is it just your mentality being like oh my god, I'm so high right now or do you actually like feel this thing taking effect? What what do you mean? Cuz like I find especially with edibles like you can take one and it, like wait, I don't know, like 20 whatever minutes that you're supposed to for it to like kick in. And then you can like think yourself into being high a little bit and then it like kicks in or like the edible just kind of washes over you and you know, you're like, I, I have entered like <laughs> I know what you the mean. dark, the dark zone. I'd say a little bit of both, but in this situation, because I had forgot I'd taken it, it was just like, oh, I am becoming high. But I just remember my friend Josh, and we're all sitting around the fire. My friend Josh is like, "Why don't like Why don't we all go down by the water? Like it'll be fun." And I'm sitting there next to Sam, and I'm like, "Yeah, let's go in the water." And Sam's like, "Are you sure?" And I was like, "Yeah, let's go. Let's go have fun." And like like a slideshow, like it's like I blinked, and I was at my campsite, two sites over, holding my towel. <laughs> and I'm just standing there looking at it, and Sam, my my partner, sorry, Sam's my partner. Yeah. And she's looking at me like, hey, like, oh, sorry, I meant to, sorry, I got it backwards. See, this is, this is how fucked up I was at the time. I said oh, no. I didn't want to go swimming, and Sam said it would be fun to go swimming. Sorry. And I'm standing there holding my towel in our campsite after blinking and teleporting there. And she's like, why, why, I thought you didn't want to go, like, I thought you didn't want to go swimming. And I was like, oh, yeah, no, it's fine, let's go swimming. <laughs> and uh, I was like, no. Well, well, we'll do it. So we had to cross this big field, essentially, and walk through the woods to get to where we had to go. Yeah. And walking across this big, empty field at pitch black at night is when it was like that moment where you're like, like <laughs> your mind separates from your body. And I was like, oh, no, I don't like this. And we get into the woods and like the woods disappear and I see like Sam in front of me and it's like she's like glowing. I don't know how to <laughs> like describe yeah. what was happening. And I, I, I grab her by the hand and I'm like, Sam, like I don't wanna do this anymore. I wanna go back to I wanna go back to my tent. <laughs> she's like, Oh no, come on, it'll be fun, it'll be fun and I was like, Sam, we need to go back to the tent now or I'm gonna have a fucking panic attack. <laughs> She's like, okay, okay, we'll go back to the tent, we'll go back to the tent. So we turn around, and we're in this big fucking field again, and I'm like, I'm not gonna make it. And like, for context, this field is like 20 meters from our tent, by the way, it's not that far. <laughs> yeah. And over the horizon, like, I see, like, the bathhouse, which is on the edge of the field, and it just is, like, glowing, like, the fucking star of Bethlehem, like, some giant skyscraper <laughs> light beam, and I'm like, oh my god, what is happening? <laughs> So we finally get back to the tent, and I'm like, "Have you have you seen the film like Midsummer?" I I have not. Uh, there's a there's a scene in Midsummer where the main character is all 
take this like tea or they take mushrooms and they, then the world starts like warping and she starts seeing like faces yeah. in the trees and shit. I started seeing like faces in the trees and shit and I was like not okay with what was happening. <laughs> yeah. And all that's going through my mind is like, I just took an edible. Like what, what the hell is going on? And we get back to the tent and we lay down and Sam's like trying to comfort me, but the air mattress is really deflated and it's really uncomfortable. And I'm like, high stress we're at like 110 percent right now oh no <laughs> she's like mason and we gotta blow up the air mattress or we won't be able to fall asleep and i was like don't touch the air mattress you can't blow up the air mattress and like i don't ask me now why i was saying this it's like irrational yeah. like when you're high on weed and you get anxious about something you start legitimizing the thing you're anxious about and it's really fucking weird i was like you cannot do this you, you cannot blow up this air mattress and she's like okay 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 and then She's understanding what's happening now, I guess, and she's being very soothing. She's like, okay, like, just lean into it. Like, this kind of thing can happen. You're just having a bad trip right now. Just lean back, relax, think good thoughts. <clears throat> and the act of her doing that, like, you know how we, I just mentioned the anxiety part of weed? Yeah. Uh, the act of her doing that made me think, hold on a second. In my mind, something really bad is happening and I'm freaking out. And she doesn't seem concerned about the fact that I'm freaking out. Like, because at the moment, I didn't understand, like, she's just trying to be helpful. And I was thinking, like, yeah. oh, my oh, God. Oh, she doesn't get it. Like, I was like, oh, my God, something is not right. Like, what the hell is happening? And I was sitting up in the bed, and I'm like, Sam, I'm way too high right now. I think I've been drugged. <laughs> she's like, you haven't been drugged, Mason. You're fine. And, like, I'm super high, and I'm, like, believing for some reason that I had been drugged for, like, no reason at all. And I was like, this doesn't that make sense. And oh, sorry, you were gonna say something. I was just gonna say, what the hell did you take? Like you're high strung and fucking. <laughs> yeah, it was nuts. I like, and I'm sitting there with my eyes open because, like, every time I close my eyes, it feels like I'm falling into like a black hole, right? And I close my eyes, and I'm seeing like geometric patterns and shit. And I open my eyes, and I'm starting seeing to see faces and the wrinkles of the tent. And I'm like, I am uh... not okay. And then I really had to pee, but I was too afraid to pee to get up out of the tent. And I was like, Sam, I really have to piss. The mattress is really deflated and I'm laying on the ground and really uncomfortable. Every time I hear the wind blow, I think God is talking to me. <laughs> so it was a very unpleasant experience. And what felt like four hours had passed, which in reality was probably like three minutes. Yeah. I was like, okay, I have to get up and take a piss. So I did. I got up and took a piss and it was the most terrifying piss I've ever taken in my life. Well, it's a good thing you were pissing so you didn't piss yourself. Yeah. And I... Get, start walking back to the tent. I was just peeing on a tree behind the tent. And mm -hmm. I hear Sam blowing up the air mattress. And I was like, <laughs> no, she can't do that. So I came back to the air, I came back to the tent. I was like, Sam, you cannot blow up the air mattress right now. And she's like, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> I felt really bad. And then the most of it is just a repeat of that me being extremely uncomfortable until the high started going away to the point where we yeah. were able to blow up the air mattress. <laughs> I was able to fall asleep. And then I woke up the next morning and Sam's like, How are you feeling? And I was like, I feel like shit. Yeah. <laughs> and I leave the tent Damn. and I'm I'm making breakfast and Eli was in the same campsite as me. He comes out. And I was like, Man, like you gave me an edible last night and it like like that edible you gave me yesterday was like nuts. And he's I was like, What was in it? And he's like, Oh, it was that was like 25 milligrams. I was like, oh, okay. And the most I've had at that point 
was like all at one time, like maybe five milligrams. So <laughs> I had taken like five times the amount of THC concentrated. That used to. Yeah, that I'm used to and on an empty stomach full of alcohol <laughs> and it completely fucked me up and I couldn't rationalize it because I was too high to rationalize it and it was the most uncomfortable night of my life and that was the first <laughs> night of the camping trip. Yeah. But Well I'm sorry that happened. <laughs> but that was uh, a really entertaining story. <laughs> <It's>... Thanks. <laughs> It was it was something and you know what going back I would do it again no <laughs> hear me out okay I would do it again under a far more controlled situation knowing yeah. how much I'm taking like that was totally me he warned me he was like that's really strong you should cut it in half or in a quarter at least I was like, no. even then like this tic tac this tic tac half a tic tac would have still been like what almost twice three times the amount that you take yeah it would have been like 10 like i've taken Mm. 10 milligrams at a time since then yeah which is fine (laughs) yeah you're like uh i can't feel this anymore (laughs) (laughs) i need to go higher yeah you sound like an addict no i'm just kidding no it's it, it certainly changed the way i view drugs in a way because like yeah. It was a very unpleasant yet really like weird experience. And I went on my computer and I was like, how? Or I went and I Googled, I was like, can you hallucinate from weed? Because like I tell people this story and they're like, dude, you might have taken like a mushroom edible. And I was like, no, I looked at the package and it was like a store bought. It was just THC. Yeah. And I mean, yeah, I, that's what I thought. Like, when you first said that, I was like, oh, it's got to be laced with something. Or, like, yeah. it's got to be not just weed. And that's why I was freaking out at, at night. Because, <clears throat> excuse me, I uh, I was like, I... You, you even I convinced yourself it was something else? <laughs> yeah, I convinced myself, like, that I had been drugged with something. Because, like, <laughs> I've seen artistic interpretations of what it looks like when you're on mushrooms. And it's almost as if, like, the world is, like, rippling around you, right? And yeah. that's exactly what was happening. And I was, like, seeing, like, faces in everything. It was really screwed up. And I feel like I myself have a very vivid imagination as it is, like, I'm one of those people where yeah. you close your eyes, I could tell you exactly what the apple looks like and turn it around and shit, you know? So yeah. I think that might have even accelerated it, but it was a wild experience. And even, like, when I closed my eyes, I was seeing, like, geometric shapes and shit. And yeah. See, like... I, I'm i lucky. I've never had a bad trip. Um, the worst trip I did have was, like, one of the first times I started smoking. Um, I was with Liz, who was on the pod, uh, actually, no. I think I was at a party with her ex because we used to work together. Anyway, uh, I get to the party. Someone. This is literally like five minutes into the party. Like it's a house party. It's like by Algonquin. Everybody's just like out on the yard smoking, right? Um, I get there. I like say hi to a couple people. This one guy's like, "Hey, do you want to take a hit of this incredible?" I'm like, "What the fuck is an incredible?" And um, that just have you ever sounds seen those... sketchy in general, man. Yeah, <laughs> well, like, have you ever seen those tubes that you like? You put money in them, and then you like put them in like a chute. Are you talking about like coin rolls? 
No, like it's it's like a capsule, and you like you put. I I mean, I don't think you'd put coin rolls in it because you normally just hold those. But like, it's for bills, and and it like goes into this machine. My old work used to have it. Basically, it's like um, when the caches got too full, you just like put money in this tube, and it would shoot up. Anyway, okay. this incredible looked like exactly like one of those things. It was just like a metal or a metal, a plastic tube, and like part of it came out, and like. I don't know. You breathe in it, and then you you die is what happens. Um, because I I took the hit. I remember standing there with this thing in my hand, taking it, and then I remember like everything goes black for a split second, and I remember sitting up, and I'm like in the garden of this house party, like and I and then everybody's like, "Oh my god, are you okay? You just fell." And I was like, "What? Like, what do you mean? I'm perfectly fine." Like. Like, I was a little bit like, what the hell am I doing on the grass? Because, like, I was just standing a second ago. Uh, and everyone's like, yeah, you almost hit your head, but, like, woo, you're fine. And I was fine. I go into the house, and then, like, two, three seconds later, I just, like, I don't remember the rest of the night. Damn. I was, like, fucked for the rest of the night. But, like, it was it, still not a bad trip. The only bad part about it was, like, the the hit, the initial hit, and then sitting up and being, like, I don't know where I am. Um, but then, yeah, I was perfectly fine. And then two minutes later, I was like, I don't, I'm not going to remember the rest of this night. <laughs> what exactly uh, in, is an incredible? I'm, I'm curious. Like, I don't it, know. Like, <laughs> like um, vapored antifreeze. Or something. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was weed. Oh. I think. <laughs> incredible. Sounds like something you would see in like, I don't know, like a 90s sitcom, like the episode where the child gets introduced to weed and they're like, you can't do weed, it's bad because it's the 90s, right? Yeah. Yeah, no, it looks like almost like an inhaler, like an asthma inhaler. (laughs) And you just like take a quick hit of it and then it like goes through this little tube and like fucks you up. Um, But yeah, I've never had a bad trip. Every trip I have with weed um and just super mellow Mm -hmm. but like i would hate that because i always imagine i'm like what would a bad trip with weed even like feel like because weed is just so chill like you just relax and like haha like everything is silly and funny and cool but then like as you were saying like you were like seeing things even when you closed your eyes like just kind of losing control of i don't want to say your consciousness but like losing control of uh just like your thoughts yeah it's like, like ego forcibly death, same thing yeah. yeah yeah no that would be i can see why now i'm like oh okay yeah i would never want that to happen yeah and like i said i looked it up and i couldn't find any like stories of people who had a similar experience so i, I mean guess is it's weed not... classified as like a hallucinogenic i'm not sure it's, i don't know i think it's classified as a narcotic but i think narcotic just means that it makes you sleepy instead of making you energetic right yeah yeah it was it was wild and like i said it changed the way i view drugs like not in a positive or negative way but But i I don't real way i don't want to sound like a hippie like i'm not going off on my weekends and like taking shrooms and stuff like as far as i see myself i'll probably only ever stick to weed but like it changed the way i view it like the next time i took it i i took 10 i think it was 10 milligrams of an edible like i took two gummies or whatever the hell yeah and i was like okay i'm gonna go lay in bed and i just 
was home alone, I laid in bed, I put on my nice, like, Sony noise-canceling headphones and put on this playlist <laughs> of, like, very relaxing, like, I don't, I want to say, like, spa music. <laughs> it, was, yeah. it was just, like, the first relaxing playlist I could find. And I just mellowed <laughs> it's out. It's just, like, it's, it's, like, the sounds of the ocean. It's just white noise. You put on a white noise machine. Yeah, and in doing that, I, like, with my eyes closed, I discovered that like i have very vivid synesthesia when i'm on thc oh like, really yeah like i had my eyes closed and these songs were playing and i remember in my mind thinking like i am not consciously trying to make these colors and patterns appear but they are happening alongside the music and this is really cool so yeah i discovered that and that's probably thanks to the the worst day I've had in my life, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in an in an inadvertent way, I guess so. Yeah. All right. I mean, I could sit here and talk about myself forever, but um, I would get yelled at if I did that. Oh. Um, something big in the news, apart from you know, it's been like what two weeks now since the Oscars. Has it been that long shenanigans i think so because like there's just nothing to talk about the grammys happened and a lot of comedians made fun of it talking about like the smack and like whatever yeah uh the old smack the the smack that was heard across worlds you know last episode of the model leader podcast um on tuesday april 6th 5th Yes, on Tuesday, April 5th, Twitter announced that Elon Musk, CEO of SpaceX and Tesla, would be joining its board of directors. So basically, Elon Musk went on to buy 9% of Twitter stock, making him the, um, what do you call it? I guess the lead, lead shareholder? Uh, yeah, he is. Top, sh- top shareholder, I think is the term. Yeah, he'd be the top shareholder, I suppose. I mean... What is ten percent of Twitter? What is what is Twitter worth? Uh, okay. How much <laughs> question <laughs> did Elon buy? Into Twitter? How Google, give me the answer. The thing is, I hear you say that and the first thing that Sorry. came to mind was he's doing this because he's tired of being bullied on Twitter. Oh, yeah. Grimes has found left him a yeah. new partner. He's having a mental breakdown. People are making fun of him for it. He's like, okay, I'll just buy the, <laughs> the company and I'll do what I can so you guys can't make fun of me anymore. Yeah, that's exactly like that was my first thought too. I was like, okay, great. Here comes censorship in new forms. We're mm-hmm. like, you can't say billionaires are bad or whatever. Oh, <laughs> like yeah. it's it's just coming. Yeah. Um, but like Twitter came out with this statement and they were like, "Oh yeah, we're so happy to have him." And like he's got some really good ideas coming, including um, stuff on preventing uh, misinformation and like especially when it comes to COVID and stuff like this. Meanwhile, like looking at Elon Musk's history, he 
he spread misinformation on Twitter about COVID nineteen yeah, and like a bunch of other things. He, like he's just an, an irresponsible idiot, I, and he's proven that time and time again. And it's like, great Twitter. Like this isn't a good thing for Twitter. No, it's not. And I don't know. Like I guess this is kind of shifting the subject about him, but people say that he's such an intelligent man, and I'm not doubting that he's an intelligent person. But he, I don't think he's a smart person. I think there's a, a big distinction between him being an intelligent person and him being a smart person. And I think he's yeah ridiculously stupid. I think he's a dumb like, man who just tries to appeal to the masses to make as much money as possible. And he's kind of the American dream. Yeah. <laughs> because like like you're saying this in a negative light, but like they eat that shit up. Yeah. They love him. I mean, when we were having the, the oh, fuck, what they call them, the, the Freedom Convoy in Ottawa, he yeah. posted a picture of uh, Justin Trudeau compared to Hitler. <laughs> like, I'm not even surprised. Yeah, he, he ended up deleting it, I guess, but yeah. it's something he did. He he probably doesn't even think that, but he's like, okay, 90% of my audience is people who eat this shit up, so I need to no i don't i see on second thought i don't give him that benefit of the doubt that he's even that smart (laughs) to be like like i'm gonna think about what they think about like no i think he he fully heard he was like oh my god these freedom convoy people they just like want to live maskless like they want to be free i totally get that even though like taking it completely out of context is like if you were to meet somebody who I don't know, like, <laughs> I was going to say it was, like, uh, trapped in, let's go Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, like, somebody who was, like, kidnapped and locked in a cellar for, like, the last five years, right? And then, like, if you were to tell them and be like, hey, there's this freedom convoy and, like, they don't want people to wear masks anymore and, like, they want to remove all these mandates so people can just go back and live their lives. you're Like, this person can think, oh, my God, like, of course I'm on board with this freedom idea. But then, like, taking two seconds of introspection and realizing that, like, he's an American, this has nothing to do with him, how could he possibly know, like, that they are downtown Ottawa, like, fucking promoting their, like, pollution and bullshit and, like, neo-Nazis are showing up. And then, yeah, as an American, he's just like, oh, free speech is essential to a functioning democracy. So he, like, goes and, and it's like, anybody threatening free speech is blah, 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 blah. Because, like, Americans are just like that. Yeah, I, I totally agree with you. That that makes perfect sense, honestly. Because, <laughs> uh, like, yeah, that's, that's the number one thing you see. And it's always the Republicans being told to shut the fuck up. Mm-hmm. But it's also, like, the, the Democrats, too. Like, everybody has a right to free speech. And it's like, you don't even know what that means. Yeah, like, free speech is totally different than freedom of action. <laughs> exactly. Freedom for, like that's sound like a broken record. Freedom of consequences. Exactly. Yeah. No. <sighs> I don't know. He bought like he's. I mean, he can do that. He certainly. Uh, I know. Isaiah showed me a meme, and it was like, um, uh, like anime girl with pink hair was upset because like she's like free speech, and then Elon Musk just kind of buys into Twitter, and then now the anime pink haired girls are upset but it's like yeah he can do that we do live in a capitalist society oh, man. 
I mean, we should be kind of fucking terrified that he can just do that and do what he wants and probably come in and censor people. But America, free speech. The absolute lengths people will go to defend this man, too. Like, I've seen, like, (laughs) you were talking about on the podcast the other day, like, what's your toxic trait? My toxic trait is never getting the fuck off of Twitter and constantly doom scrolling. Oh, so you're like the worst of all of us. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, (laughs) I was on Twitter. And I came across this thread where somebody was defending him by saying, like, Twitter is like a, a legitimate, like, a, like, Twitter is such a big news source and, like, him buying it is, like, extremely oh important God. to, you know, legitimizing it as a news source, something along those lines. And the comment, like, immediately after it was just like, dude, the fact that you are viewing Twitter, <laughs> the website... As, like, <laughs> as your news... As, like, the news speaks volumes man like chill out yeah Uh, i saw another one actually that made me laugh pretty hard uh where somebody uh what did they compare what did they say somebody was criticizing (coughs) elon musk for being racist or something uh like i don't know the context so like yeah whatever (laughs) but somebody oh i know what you're gonna say he was like you are accusing an African American immigrant of being <laughs> of being racist. <laughs> I saw this to Isaiah earlier. Yeah. Oh God, man. It's it's okay. Um, I didn't see the original post, but somebody responding to a post saying, "White people telling an African American immigrant he's racist." Typical. Yeah. And then somebody replied to them saying, "Wait, I'm sorry. Are you calling Elon Musk an African American immigrant?" And then the first person responds and says, that's literally what he is. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> and it's the like, thread I Like, literally, <laughs> yeah, that's what he is. But, like, does he fit into that? Yeah, it's not the Definitely fact that he's not. from Africa. <laughs> it's the fact that he's white. Like, <laughs> it's not where you're from. Yeah. It's, like, it, this, is, this is just going above your head, sweetie. Like, This is like, you know what this reminds me of? And I think I sent you a Snapchat of it because... It fucking killed me. I was watching Bend It like Beckham with Sam. And if you remember the Snapchat I sent you, you're going to know what I'm going to say. But there's a scene where the the main character who is Indian gets kicked. Like she gets red flagged or something in a soccer game and kicked off the field. Uh, a other player who is white calls her a slur. Starts with a P. I'm not going to say it. And the other main character who is the, <laughs> the love interest... A heartthrob Irish guy uh, is like condoling her, or con- condoling her, con- comforting her, and she's like, "You wouldn't understand. Like, they that person called me a p-word. Like, you you don't understand what it's like to to face this kind of discrimination." And he's like, "Of course you do. Of course I do. I'm Irish." And, <laughs> and I was like, "Wait a second, fuck." <laughs> Wait, like let's back let's let's back up a, a second. You understand this person's hardships for being called a racial slur because because you're Irish. And but I immediately went to okay, maybe he's referring to like I don't know the potato famine. But then the potato famine was in the 1800s, and it had nothing to do with race. It's like, <laughs> uh, yeah. okay. So you, uh, okay so um yeah the irish were like i don't want to say hunted but they were like 
treated super shitty by the British to the point where like the Ireland doesn't want to be a part of anything that's going on there. Yeah. There's like re- reparations and everything. So yeah, the British did treat them like shit. But that's like white on white European like exactly. racism that like doesn't Yeah. Like I It is Yeah. I kind of got where the the writer or the director was going with that line, but it was so tone deaf and yeah. caught me so off guard and I still think about it to this day. Uh, racism sucks that's all I was literally just about to say that (laughs) um yeah so okay I guess we'll go back into the topic Um, yeah sorry how does it feel to be a bro (laughs) I'm just just kidding Uh, how does it feel to be a bro you feel loved you feel you feel comforted Okay, no, I, okay, this is boring. I want to talk about your your titter titter. <laughs> wow, your Twitter doom scrolling. Yeah. Because when it comes to social media, like I am extremely limited, except when it comes to Tumblr. But you you would know that knowing me. Mm-hmm. When it comes to all other forms of social media and even the news in general, I get overwhelmed easily because I get very emotional. But I know that like I have to just turn it off. Yeah. I have to like to log out i have to turn away like when i see stupid shit on twitter that's why i don't go on reddit except for like the occasional time uh i just like leave me on tumblr with the like with the crazy people like in the mental asylum yeah like i don't want to know what's going on in the real world i want to know what these ducks are about like i want to see these pictures of frogs i want mushrooms like i want that gay shit give me tumblr yeah, and Tumblr is great for that, honestly. For and where am I going with this? I feel like people who are our age, who you know, kind of started using Tumblr when it came out. Like I don't know when you started, yeah. but oh, excuse me, pardon me. Twenty eleven. <laughs> I I think it was. Yeah, I don't know. I was I was early high school when I started using it. Maybe even late elementary school, and yeah. it has been. It hasn't really changed at all. Like, it is no, just this hell well, site full of stupid idiots. <laughs> I mean, yes, but also, like, people say this all the time, especially about Tumblr. Mm-hmm. And, like, I do want to keep talking about this, but the closest thing I've seen come, like, even remotely close is TikTok. But that's in a different way. We'll get there. But, um... Tumblr is completely catered to your own experiences. Like, yeah. obviously, every now and then you'll see, like, somebody reblog one of the famous text posts that has, like, hundreds of thousands of notes and, like, mm. everybody knows them all. Um, but, like, if you just want to follow your little shit, like, yeah, Tumblr is for those girlies in class who, like, who just want to watch their shows and, like, they just want to watch some Super Who Lock. Mm-hmm. And they want to play their little games, oh, yeah. and everyone's just gonna be gay. It's gonna be a party. Draw their little yeah, pictures. write their <laughs> hell yeah. And it's like Tumblr is the high school lunch table. Yeah, because you can like look and you can see all these people. Like you got your like your jocks and your bros and like I guess fitness Tumblr. It's very small, but it's a thing. And then you got, like I said, your show girlies, your movie girlies, your aesthetic bitches, like your photographers, your artists. 
like you. Um, and then you have the class clowns. Yeah, they're my favorite. They're just like the super. The, they're the okay. The closest thing to like a Tumblr Tumblr influencer are like those class clowns where like they don't hold merit anywhere but the lunch table. <laughs> like <laughs> they're not a good student. <laughs> They're not particularly well-versed or interested in anything, but they're just like a riot. Yeah, and there's uh, those profiles I'm like, like... I'm talking about like uh, Booty Diaries or like uh, Men's Rights Activia. There's that one that's like a Pikachu. I can't remember what it's called. Oh, yeah. Um, that person could be a total loser Pukia? in real life, and they, they probably are, but on Twitter... Oh, they probably definitely Tumblr, are. They are. They're famous. And that's another reason why Tumblr is the best is because like it's completely anonymous. 100%. Um like Instagram and TikTok cuz like visual mediums if you're hot you're going to get more followers. Like that's 100% true, but like on Tumblr nobody knows who you are. You can be ugly and be funny mm-hmm. and like get super popular and nobody even knows what you look like. Yeah. Um a common opener even amongst like mutual followers it's just like hey bestie like what's your name <laughs> like hey like now i want to kind of go back to something you you said and i think this is something that i, I mean i think i've seen you complain about this specifically before so you'll definitely i feel like you'll agree are you with calling me. me out yeah i'm calling you no <laughs> I, I feel like this is something that we mutually have a, a an agreement on is where you said that tumblr is it's so good that you can like have your secluded little space you could follow whatever you want <clears throat> yeah and you kind of compared it to tiktok and it, tiktok falls into the under the same thing in a bad way yeah is that people tend to put themselves in these echo chambers where somebody oh so true yeah where somebody will say something in a post and then some it makes its way into somebody's echo chamber through you know somebody's reblogged it and it makes their way there and then yeah. they're like have you not thought about how what you said personally affects me? You making that joke about having dogs is not good because I used to have a dog and I find it very upsetting when I see posts about dogs. <laughs> like this is a very vague, like mild example, but you, yeah, 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 yeah. And it, it, I feel like I mean I don't use TikTok a lot, but what I've seen from TikTok is the exact same way. Like people can't handle. like dog pile people and like is a, like what things that are too taboo I don't know. <laughs> it's because like if you think about it the same shit happens on twitter twitter is extremely bad for people like dogpiling and i don't want to say like being pc but being like super sensitive oh twitter is the worst i exactly i saw somebody i can't remember what the specific post was but it's still in my mind where somebody said something about I think it had to do with language. Somebody was saying something about speaking another language. And mm-hmm. one of the first replies, I clicked on it, and the person was like, oh, so you're saying that people from this language aren't allowed to participate in this activity? <laughs> and the, like, people were just like, what are you fucking talking about? <laughs> yeah. Like, Completely drawing arguments have nothing to do with like the original point of the conversation. Go That's outside and roll around in the dirt. Like, breathe, breathe oxygen. <laughs> See, the, the difference between twitter and tumblr in that regard is like when that happens on twitter it just like only snowballs and it only just keeps going on and like getting bigger and more and more people get invested more people are yelling at each other and then like 
everything is just taken to the extreme. Someone's called a Nazi. That's right? exactly what happened. Always with the happens. Slap, where it should have just been a funny rich person slapped another rich person, and yeah. now I don't even want to hear about it again. But then on Tumblr, it like it starts building up. These two people are clowning in each other, and then one just goes, "Your mom gay," and then everyone laughs, and it's over with. Yeah. And it's like because Tumblr is the lunchroom of I don't know the internet. Yeah, that's a good way to put it, honestly. It's when you're sitting with your friends and you look over and you see all, like, the horse girls playing around with, like, the furries and stuff. I'm sorry for any horse furries. girls. Furries. Gotta love the furries. But you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Like, my Tumblr experience is just video games. Like, it's just, like, mostly Zelda aesthetic pictures of Halloween because I'm a gay and it's my personality. Sorry, say that again. You're... You cut out a bit. Your Tumblr is just full of Zelda and gay and uh, is that what you said? <laughs> I mean, I didn't say gay, but yeah. No, I it's mean, just, I follow yeah, you on it's, Tumblr, it's... so I know exactly what it is. Listen. Um, no, but like, yeah, it's just my gay shit, my video games, and that's it. Like, it's what I want to see. Mm-hmm. I'll see. I'll see the occasional, like, this person should be in a mental asylum take and then I'll just see like a hundred SpongeBob memes. Yeah. And like, I don't know. That's, it's just, it is what it is. For me, my Tumblr, I don't use the app on my phone because Tumblr became like this sort of addiction to me. So I was like, I, I purge it. I need to do that with Twitter next. Yeah. But I, I use it strictly on my desktop. I've had it since it came out. I have like, four followers that are real the rest are bots the others oh yeah i think two of the four followers don't exist it's literally just you (laughs) and my friend carmen (laughs) and my sole reason to exist on tumblr is to interact with yours and carmen's posts (laughs) i i I just kind of feel like i'm there (laughs) i read what i read blog yeah i have been on tumblr a long time I have seen people come and go. I'm sitting at like almost a thousand followers, but like I want to say uh, I actually go in and delete every bot that follows me, which is why I haven't hit over a thousand. Um, but I want to say that like probably 85% of those people are just not active on Tumblr anymore. <laughs> like yeah. I know Liz used to be on Tumblr all the time, but she is no longer, but she still follows me. Right. So it's just, part of the purge that left with the the porn ban right. all right so let's move into our question mm-hmm. from the viewers i'm just looking at we've got quite a list Ooh, um hmm. yeah i'll ask you this one okay it, in the batman movie smash or pass the riddler I don't even know why that's a fucking question. Obviously, Smash. Like, it's a <laughs> no-brainer. Now, I'm not talking about Paul Dano. I'm talking about, like, the Riddler himself. <laughs> I'm talking uh, Edward Nashton here. No, that guy is straight-up school shooter. Like, I, would, I wouldn't even call him, like, a but, Redditor like, isn't Riddler. Isn't that kind of hot? Like, I don't know, man. I... Definitely... He, he's definitely a pass for me, man. He's... He's too scary. 
I feel like see. I feel like he would start crying halfway through, and then feel bad, and he'd start like trauma dumping on me, and I'd be like, "All right, man, I didn't sign up." For oh this. yeah. Oh, definitely. He's like, "What? I'm actually getting laid? Let me tell you about all my problems." <laughs> um. But here's the thing. I just forgot the thing. Wow. Um. Oh yeah. Okay. Here's the little gay bitch Tumblrite in me, the little fan fiction writer, the little everything I have to consume must be homosexual or else I'll perish. Um, in the Batman movie, there were no other like cute boys, <laughs> Bruce Wayne's age to like that. I would bone that I like, I want to see bone. You know what I mean? Yeah, you're right. I mean, there's probably like, some background characters, but like not even there was that officer who was like, kind of into him at the end <laughs> but like <laughs> i just like if we're not gonna get the joker I, I mean i know it's never gonna happen but like personally in my brain i want batman to have a gay love interest and it's like edward nashon is literally the only other like male character his age because it's like setting him up with the penguin that just is weird and icky and like Carmine Falk, like no, the, these guys are too old. Has... <laughs> I don't like. I don't ship <laughs> them. I just want someone to gay ship Bruce Wayne with. Has... And there was nobody in this movie. I mean, I'm asking you this question because you're far more knowledgeable about Batman than I am. But has there ever been a character in Batman universe, be it comics or cartoons or some, something that, assuming Batman was bisexual or pansexual or gay? Is there somebody who he would potentially have a chance with? Like, is there I mean, like a character who you could okay. see him actually pursuing? So, people would say, people would say, people who have played the Telltale Batman games could see a very intimate possible relationship going that way with the Joker in the Telltale series the and Joker. like Bruce. He's known as, I think they call him Jack. He like he loses his memory or he hasn't become the Joker yet or something. And it's something weird. And him and Bruce have like a very intimate relationship or like they're super close friends. And like, there's the odd hint maybe of like sexual tension. Maybe it's just tension. Cause like he's the Joker and like throughout the whole game, he's in Joker makeup. Like he's got the pale skin and the green hair. And like, so like it, it could just be the fact that like Bruce Wayne is friends with someone who is, white and has green hair but it could, it could also be like oh he genuinely deeply cares for this man and like his well-being mm. so like there's that um and then is there like anybody a shipping character though like yeah anybody who ships batman in a gay relationship is with <clears throat> superman oh i see just somebody else and, in the dc universe well, I mean, <coughs> they me. do got a good dynamic, though. Mm -hmm. Like, <laughs> this is just, this is, like, this is where the fan fiction seeps in. But, I mean, yeah. like, tall brooding only does shit in the dark. And then you literally have, like, the White Knight, who is Superman. Like, they're a perfect fucking, like, yin and yang to each yeah. other. I, I'd hate to see it, though, because I find Superman so absolutely boring. He's, like, yeah, I, I just don't like him as a superhero at all. I'd rather see it with somebody like, I don't know. I don't know. The first thing that's coming to mind are Marvel characters. So <laughs> I'm not too keen on my, on my DC. I mean, 
also <coughs> and this is fucked up but like people ship bruce wayne with dick grayson no. even though like that's his adopted son yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah there's a there's like a huge disconnect in the fandom about that yeah that's i don't think that's more of like uh like can it happen because like if he's his adopted son i mean like he's there's not incest if, if, if it's not blood related right i mean come on but like, i mean yeah but he's his son but also like <laughs> but that's his father figure yeah. like he, yeah that's we'll leave that to the i've page. said this before and i'm gonna say it again though but like i just want to see bruce's kids in a movie verse i'm not talking no cw fucking legends of titan shit i want to see dick grayson on the big screen i want to see jason todd i want to see timothy drake at least give me the three main boys mm-hmm. and then tease me damien but like i batman is so much more interesting when you include the other characters of the bat family i was gonna say the bat family as a whole even like barbara gordon as like oracle or the first batgirl stephanie brown but then um cassandra kane uh i think winston duke is another character who's like just like related to the bat family or even like because in batman the animated series he's friends with other like dc heroes and they're done in a way that like fits the batman universe like there's zatanna the magical you'd probably like her outfit it's like oh i know her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah of course of course yeah i know her i know her intimately <laughs> i know her very spread out on page 54 no um but like that would be cool to see in a like batman movie like a character like zatanna the thing is uh as much as I, I, I completely agree with you, and I, I would love to see that on screen, it's just, it's so difficult to do with, like, one movie, you know? Like, unless yeah. DC somehow scoops themselves off their asses and starts making better movies that are part of an anthology, like, and, I mean... I could say it as much as anybody else. I'm sick of Marvel movies, but what they have done <laughs> to bring all these characters together is a feat that has never before been seen in cinema. Yeah. And I don't think that can happen unless DC does something similar. And they But they've just been dropping the ball yeah. relentlessly I like mean, over and over. Their attempt at it was like <clears throat> two movies and a couple TV shows and they're like, "Okay, here's your 4-hour long Justice League movie. Go suck a dick." <laughs> But it seems like too that like the characters involved like don't even want to be there. Mm-hmm. Like um, Ben Affleck did what? He didn't even do a Batman. Did he do a Batman movie? I don't think so. Was there was a he Batfleck movie? He wasn't um, um, Batman. Was there's like the Superman? Was he? Yes, he was. But I think that's all he did. Yeah. I didn't even see that one. <laughs> I don't think I did. If I did, I was not paying attention. The only thing that, like, DCU has going in terms of movies is fucking Margot Robbie is Harley Quinn. Don't even get me started. Oh, she's, she's great. <laughs> and not even, like, great as in, like, oh, yeah, she's a total hot bombshell. No. no, like, she's so in love with the character. Yeah, that's not... That... And it's... Yeah. And... It's so nice to see. Yeah, she, she just does such a good job at, like, embodying that character. And seeing what... How do I put this? Seeing what, like, not what happened, because she was still 
a great Harley Quinn, I think, in Suicide Squad. But oh yeah, what they did with the character, making her like I don't know, some like fucking porn star throughout <laughs> the entire movie, it's it's a really upsetting thing to see. And yeah. I, I haven't seen the newest Suicide Squad, the James Gunn. Oh, you got to see it. It's a total one eighty. Yeah, but I've seen. I mean, I liked the first Suicide Squad, Say but like again. I also yeah, very much liked the second, like the I don't want to say remake, the reboot. Hmm. Uh, and it, yeah, it's very good. Well, I am eager to see it. I just. And then, have you seen Birds of Prey, Harley Quinn? No, I haven't seen that either. No see you should watch them in order like since you've seen suicide squad watch harley quinn and then watch the suicide squad okay the problem with me is that i think the same with many people is that i'm just so burnt out with superhero movies i see a trailer for one and i'm like yeah "Eh." but hey what like i'm telling you um harley quinn not at all a superhero movie no it's more like I want to put it almost in the same vein as like, I kind of want to say Charlie's angels. Okay. Not nearly as like camp, but it's definitely like silly, but also it is very well done. It's not like, obviously no one has superpowers. It's not a superhero movie. It's, it's fun. It's, it's, it's such a good movie. God, I'm going to watch it after this, after we finish, after we wrap. Have they um, introduced Poison Ivy into that universe no, yet? No. No, no, they have not. I'm kind of hoping that's going to be the new villain in the Batman, like the 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 sequel to yeah. the movie we just got. I hope we keep Robert Pattinson as Batman. That's the thing, too, with these DC heroes. It feels like none of them are sticking on for their roles. Mm-hmm. Right, because like Batfleck's gone, um, Henry Cavill as Superman is gone. I think I think like, he's gonna stick with it. I mean, I I it would be insane if it wasn't like renewed for a sequel, right? Yeah, <clears throat> yeah, and like the the Batman movie did so good, so it did it's it extremely well, and it was very good. I this I'm just like I'm still I'm still on the hype train of it of like how good it did and like the doors that it opened and like the possible directions it can go like I'm genuinely I can't remember the last time I was so excited for a sequel and I know that's like big talk because people usually hate sequels now but like did you see the deleted scene that surfaced with the Joker that was teased at the end of the movie yeah and I believe we talked about it here on the pod oh sorry if it's bringing that's okay i also forget i don't like him i feel like it's something (laughs) i don't either thank you thank you i'm taking your opinion and i'm putting it in my pocket it's not i i don't like it (laughs) i know isaiah is yelling at me right now like he's screaming at me disagreeing me and, and getting pissed off at me um because i'm about to say this but like i know they can never recreate mark hamill as the joker but like you said, Arkham, the Arkham series of video games—that's the Joker we need. Your mic completely cut out, but I—I I completely agree with you. Everything. <laughs> <you> said. <laughs> I just said Mark Hamill is the Joker we need, not not in person, but those mannerisms, oh, that yes. characterization. Mark Hamill is the perfect Joker. He <laughs> has nailed it in everything he has been in, and he has done it 
I don't know where this train of thought is going. He's very, <laughs> he's very good. He's done it like pretty much since the beginning of animated Batman. Hmm? Mark, uh, yeah, Mark Hamill has been the Joker since the beginning of like animated Batman. Oh yeah, and then up into the games up until now. But we will end it on that. Um, thank you, Mason, for coming on the pod today. You're you're very welcome. So nice. He's awesome to be here. I'd be happy to do it. Again. I know we're having like audio difficulties right now, so we're kind of like, can you hear me? But like, <laughs> <laughs> I can't quite hear you. Um, so yes, thank you for coming on the Mildly Ignorant Podcast, and to our listeners, thank you for listening to the Mildly Ignorant Podcast. We are back to our regularly scheduled episodes with Isaiah and I next week. Um, this has been episode 31 and don't forget to like send us a comment your ideas um anything you want to see from us here on the show and we are on spotify apple podcasts google podcasts uh breaker Castbox, overcast um pocket casts radio public stitcher reason fm uh podcast republic and pod bay just look us up mildly ignorant podcast check out the mildly ignorant podcast website www.mildlyignorantpodcast.com i think is <laughs> our website i can't remember um and i love you cue outro music <laughs>